Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. All right. Oh, God. Here's today's question. All right. Did you ever, is there ever a conspiracy theory that you got really into? Not necessarily believed, but like got really into. No, I don't think I really understand conspiracy theories because um, mm. I'm not about digging. I'm, I'm lazy. Let's just leave it at that. I'm just really lazy. <laughs> and some things, I believe some things are not being completely truthful. So mm. I do think things are being hidden. But yeah. my my theory is, is, Everybody's hiding something. That's your conspiracy theory. Yes. And I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just, it just is. And so, therefore, why worry about it if it's a really big deal? Okay. Um, to be obsessed with something like this uh, type of conspiracy can actually really cause a lot of harm. So, I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I have, like, theories on things, but I think my theories are not relevant because I'm not a prof- like I'm not the professional I'm not the expert here yeah. so yeah. I just gotta move on I thought you were gonna see I, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say but my theories are not theories because what I think is true and I was like if I it find is out so true. <laughs> you, <laughs> you come swinging as some conspiracy theorist but you don't admit it I mean I don't know if I believe that aliens don't exist. Although, you know, we'd know that the White House just released some weird photos for some odd reason. Did I tell you about my UFO experience? You've had a UFO experience? Yes, I have. Recently. Tell me about this, please. Um, Well, I was uh, visiting my mom. Uh, We did the whole quarantine thing um, in Alabama. And I was out late at night, very, very late. Um, and I was just looking at the sky. And it is near a military base. So I, this is my probably what it was. But it looked like I saw this ball of light. like, And it looked like um, Iron Man, like how it moved. Like it darted and danced and stopped and would go up and down. And uh, it was beautiful. 
Um, it kind of, the movement was like how when you're playing with a laser pointer with a cat, you know? Yeah, but yeah, that's what it, I imagined. It looked like a shooting star, but moving like that. Um, okay. And it was out there, I stayed out until it went, until sun came up, and it was out there all night. I tried to wake people up, and they would not get up. Um, so no one can confirm it, and my phone was dead. Of course it was dead. Um, oh. But yeah, I, I don't know what it was, but it was pretty... So do you yes. have conspiracy theory about that or just overall? <laughs> Not really. Um, no, I, no, I just, uh, I know that I saw it and I don't know what it is. That's pretty much all I can give you. Um, mm. I don't really have a theory about it except that there is a nearby military base. So, so but honestly, in the closet, like in front of you, is there like a whole diagram of where yeah. you believe? Like you're just Can not you showing it, it to me. Behind me. <laughs> <laughs> My closet is very cluttered. It's quite possible. I feel like you're gonna, um, I'm going to find something hidden somewhere. I was terrified of aliens growing up. And I, it was after my brother showed me that Roswell uh, autopsy video and then played a very cruel prank on me um, oh, yeah. right after that. And it's stuck with me. So I guess like not really a conspiracy theory, but I have anxieties around <laughs> Aliens and UFOs. <laughs> well, there you go. That that makes sense. Yes, I got pretty big into the um, Paul Paul's dead one for a while. I didn't believe it, but I did. I called the like phone number and I did the whole thing. Um, anyway, if you don't know what I'm talking about, look that up okay. if you're interested. Okay, um, I have to look that up too. Yes. Okay, we're not talking about that one in particular today, but we are talking about QAnon and specifically women in QAnon. And very, very basically, like so diluted because this is a very sprawling theory. I'm not gonna um, lie. It's so interesting to me that people are so willing to grasp onto this. Um, and it's really phenomenal to see women in this. But yes, keep going. Yeah, it's, I, I feel like it's a catch-all conspiracy theory where you can pretty much put in any conspiracy you want in there. Right. And then it, it will work even though it doesn't make sense. Um so this is a conspiracy theory that revolves around, I mean, at its heart, it's protecting Trump, that prominent Democrats and liberals are involved in a global satanic child sex trafficking ring. Um, someone close to Trump with security clearance named Q, it's called Q clearance, claims that Trump is the only one that can take down this satanic child sex trafficking ring, which is interesting because the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, but all right. Mm -hmm. um, it started on 4chan uh, and grew after Pizzagate, and the FBI considers them violent extremists. Um, or they, they have the potential. They're extremists that have the potential for violence, I think is probably more accurate. I think they're on alert that. with them, right? FBI has yeah. kind of put them as an alert, but has not really classified them yet. Yes, yes. Because there have been several violent instances and, and just kind of frightening things. Right. Um, like the guy who showed up to Pizzagate had a, a gun. Right. Um, it could have gone much worse. And their membership has rapidly grown during the pandemic, thanks to things like doom scrolling and social media algorithms. And... People in positions of power, uh, like we've seen SWAT team members sorting Q merchandise, our police union heads um, showing their support for QAnon and, you right. know, our president himself. <laughs> yeah, they, that has not said it out loud, but it's retweeted many of things, as well as we yeah. see people who are running or yeah. people who are in government officials taking the oath, which I was trying to figure out what is happening? What is this? Um, and some folks over at Vox recently did a piece where they used a computer program to analyze one of QAnon's biggest subreddits to get an idea of who was on there. And it was largely ardently pro-Trump supporters who were also men's right activists 
into video games, martial arts, and yes, mostly white men. Um, most of them are conspiracy light, quote, but most of the content is produced by a small part of the sub, like 200 out of 50,000, and they're active conspiracy theorists. Yeah, so it's like a lot of people in this subreddit are, it's almost like they're casually perusing it. They're not commenting a lot of them. Um, they're not posting, but they're there. But 200 of these like big conspiracy theorists are posting almost all of the content. Which is hilarious. Which is, Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but more and more women have started supporting QAnon, despite these yeah, kind of these men's rights activists, or well, despite possibly because of, uh, right. can share the same views. Um, in our Women in Politics Part 2 episode, we mentioned that a handful of Republican candidates, female Republican candidates, embrace QAnon, and one here in Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who we mentioned, uh, just won a primary, despite, yeah, having made many racist comments. Um, she also once said, the most mistreated group of people in the United States today are white males. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Um, at least 14 Republican candidates oh, that openly support QAnon have made it to runoffs or will be on the ballot for November's election. Uh, and yeah, we just kind of want to have a conversation about that. I know. like You and I have been talking about this for a minute and just kind of trying to wrap our mind around this thought that this is the way to have a platform and that it's working, that it's yeah. working for women. That is, it's kind of like how we've talked about how women have to be overachievers to be mm -hmm. seen. And so that means to also be an extremist. And maybe this is what's working. Um, like Melissa Rain Lively or QAnon Karen, who mm -hmm. trashed the mass selection out of Target and live streamed it. She called herself the QAnon spokesperson, which... Do you just put give yourself give yourself this title? Did someone say she was this? This is really she told interesting. the police that yeah. It's like it's, uh, interesting. Um, she has since called the outburst a symptom of a depressive episode, which could be true ish. Oh um, yeah, but also the community that you participate in would be a factor. Yeah. Um, well, her experience is really interesting because she. Uh, she's spoken about it. She's written a book about it, um, about how quickly it took hold and how it destroyed her life. Um, Not her actions, but the consequence, right? Well, because what, in her words, she was part of kind of this like yoga wellness groups. And that's sort of the entry point for a lot of, um, especially on Facebook, like QAnon to kind of infiltrate. And then they, I think they cited spirituality is one of the biggest ways biggest like kind of overlaps. And um, so she was involved in those groups and then like friends of hers said, well, you should check out this QAnon thing. And I like it was within a matter of months, um, it just consumed her life. And they talked about how it's sort of an echo chamber because right now we're deprived, we're isolated. A lot of us don't have jobs. There's like more time. Um, and you're in, you're, you're depending on social media for... Uh, contact in a lot of ways, and it kind of it forms this echo chamber because the, because of the algorithm, it just gets bigger and bigger. A lot of people spoke about like they're not doing it when they make these videos of them yelling at people for wearing masks. It's not for you. They're purposely doing it so they can post it on Facebook later and get a bunch of likes, right? And say we're yeah. fighting the system. It's really right. interesting too that I think because one of the big 
well, many celebrities, but one that's big on Twitter, obviously, is Chrissy Teigen. And the amount of vitriol because of this QAnon theory and them going after her, calling her Satanist, talking about how she ate babies, that yeah. she sacrificed babies, she molested babies. It was such a weird phenomenon. And I'm just sitting here going, what is, what is happening? Who's talking about babies? Like, <laughs> who's talking about eating and sacrificing babies? What is happening in this whole level? Even to them saying, Jesus is going to come and get you, slash through Donald Trump. Right. And it's yeah. like a big chunk of it, what seemingly is middle-aged white women. Mm, and more and more, yeah. More and more. And even to a point where I have had friends just talk about theories about, not even theories, about their beliefs and seeing things that are going wrong with the way that pandemic is being handled or or the way uh, election fraud is being seen, all of these things. And a woman respond who was obviously 40, 50 years old, say, I don't know, I only know one thing, that I'm a believer of Jesus Christ. And I believe that this is evil, killing babies after they're born. And I'm like, what? Who's doing this? She's like, and I will not allow that. And that I know, even though I may not agree with everything, that Trump's going to save us from that. And yeah. I'm kind of sitting there going, killing babies after they're born. What are you talking? What are you talking about? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. In yeah. trying to reference it as if it's a part of the ab- abortion propaganda, but somehow that gets flushed under the QAnon thing. That it's not yeah. just abortion; it's about sacrifice, sacrificing to Satan. Yeah, and. I mean, this is a different show and other podcasts on our network have done it, but it's interesting why, like, the the reason your brain wants to believe in a conspiracy theory and kind of what makes a conspiracy theory a conspiracy theory. Um, right. But going back to that, like, this is all about protecting Donald Trump. It's a way to justify, like, make it make sense and that everyone else against him. Right. Um, and, you know, Robert Mueller is a big part of this, too. They say they were working together. Right. Um, it was all a big... And that's that's to justify why Trump was being impeached. Like, it's... It's such a huge... And because... And, and again, this is kind of a theory in my own mind in that the way to get to middle-aged white women is to talk about the possibility of the death of a child. Like, that... that Mm, almost, yeah. you know, maternalistic, I have to protect. Because it's come to the point that people who do work in sex trafficking, who do work in prevention of child uh, sexual abuse, all of that, are having to come out and be like, please stop doing this. These theories actually hurt our yeah. work. And having to be like, you are taking this light off of what is really, really happening and therefore damaging right. the system in trying to get these kids out, those kids who are truly, truly affected. And it's a kind of a phenomenon that these people who believe this theory are believing they are warriors fighting yeah. a battle, which is, again, people need a quest, I guess. And this is kind of that level of what this quest looks like and how they're bringing in women. Because a lot of this, again, when we talk about the men's right activists, you start thinking, wait, <laughs> this is not for your betterment. Like, you think you're saving yeah. someone at the sacrifice of another thing, but it's not. I don't understand what's yeah. happening. It feels like a very mix-and-match conspiracy, though. Like, you can really choose uh, what parts <laughs> you want to believe. Um, and also, like, there's so much uh, discussion of who Q is, and some people think it's, like, a leftist troll. And um, But they've a lot of outlets, I've seen it described as this is, like, a role-playing game gone wrong. Like, right. Q... 
they, it, it was never meant to come to real life, but people do feel like they are warriors and they're protecting people and it's their duty, it's their mission. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it is. this is dangerous for a lot of reasons. Um, there's violence. We've already seen some attacks, some attempted kidnappings, right. um, putting people at risk, not wearing masks. Also just being total jerks by yelling at kids who really don't, right. or who try to enforce mask policy and recording it. Um, and yeah, the, it's troubling that more and more women are getting involved and that they're getting elected potentially. Right. Yeah. As yeah. Major, like major bigwigs, and I'm I'm very scared. <laughs> yep. Uh, me too. Me too. Uh, and we'll t- this is something we're going to be keeping an eye on. We have done episodes on women and past hosts have done episodes on women and cults, but it'd be interesting to return to and talk about women and conspiracy theories maybe. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, listeners, we would love to hear from you. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Andrew Howard. And JJ. And JJ. And JJ Posway. <laughs> thanks, guys. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.